Hello, welcome to the Bush League Gaming Podcast, your source for ordinary opinions from ordinary gamers. Today, we are recapping the highlights from Opening Night Live. I'm your host, Jacob Bush, and with me today, growing up, he had a crush on Roxanne from the Goofy movie. He is the world's greatest bat boy, Adam Mossbrucker. Nice. Who didn't have a crush on Roxanne? That's a good one. That's the cutest dog I've ever seen. I was trying to figure out, is, is she a dog? dog? I think they're, they're all dogs. dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, I... It's not the first time you guys give me an animal one. You've expressed You've expressed that you would be into Pokemons if it was legal. That's, that's what it was. You did say that. So I thought that would make sense. And you've said it more often than I'm comfortable with. Mm. I gave you an out, too, saying growing up. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Growing you know, up. Growing up. Growing it's up. like totally growing, growing up. up. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> He's never successfully jumped over the invisible laser when closing the garage. Leader of Nintendoites, Ryan Scott. <laughs> oh, that's oh. ultimate disrespect. It is. Because that's I like a... That. I was sure I mean, that I was mine. I know. I was yeah, that would have been I was like, gay. oh, okay. I've got I'm one for you. I'm sure like, it shouldn't be a measure of like manhood, but I feel like it is somewhat. I think it's it's a, undeniable. It's a rite of passage as a child. Too. There's something about like my wife, the way she looks at me when I close that garage and I run, at, I casually walk out Ooh, and yeah. step over that laser. Yeah. You can't be correctly. too uh, earnest. No. Yeah, then yeah. you look like a nerd. And, no, no, there's, I, and there's something about the way that she looks at you when you don't do it correctly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The way her eyes just fall <laughs> and it's like everything I've made, every mistake Ryan, I've made. Ryan, do we even need to go out to dinner anymore yeah, yeah. she's like i'm fine we can I, stay home yeah. i deviate heavily from your approach i do like a 360 heel grab over the all right anyways let's get into this last intro as a child he used to strap fireworks to the toys of his neighbors your favorite crip boy nick beard oh that's actually true story right it's actually not true oh although i'm pretty wild and crazy my dad brought home a photo of this kid's hands blown off when I was really young from whoa, fireworks. Whoa. And uh, classic cop, classic <laughs> cop. And for some odd reason, my entire life, I have never ever wanted to touch fireworks, and it worked. I mean, I've never. I just scared straight, yeah. brother. Yeah. Uh, also, I it, it wasn't clear, but I was trying to write an intro that like compared you to Sid from Toy Story. Yeah, yeah that's somehow what I was, I was subtly. Okay, you were? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Reminds me of shooting fireworks out of my hand at the bachelor party. Dude. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that, yeah, that I terrifies always, me. I always kind of felt bad for Sid because, like, <laughs> we're assuming that the toys aren't alive, right? He like, who didn't it. rip yeah. off the head of their sister's Barbie? You know what, what I'm I saying? What I did do is like, I put the heads on treadmills totally and, like, grinded them down. <laughs> you ever, have nice, you ever done that? Dude. No, so I no, so I relate to Sid, just not not with fireworks. Okay, cool. So this was a, a great a intro one. for yeah. you. Then all right, uh, it was much I've seen slow, it. I've seen torturous, it. like <laughs> I've slow seen a psychologist. Guys, let's talk about opening night live. This is the Gamescom kind of intro opening night, uh, led by Jeff Keeley of the Game Awards and of uh, Summer Game Fest. This is kind of like a a mini Europe. This is the biggest European game expo not it's comparable to e3 it's not many not yeah i was yeah. gonna say mini e3 that's how i would compare games. is e3 dead i, I feel like this not. is they said it's not but i feel like i mean jeff is just taking off i mean he's he's killing it and people like this format there's a there's a recent interview and i'll i'll i haven't talked about this podcast yet but it's called friends per second is a podcast and 
a bunch of industry professionals, great podcast. They had Jeff on and he basically said, yeah, he has no intent to back down to kind of the, the race that him and E3, E3 are having. He used to work with E3 in the past. So anyways, he does three things across the year. Summer Game Fest, E3 Game Awards. This is, uh, I'm sorry, opening night live, which is Gamescom. This is one he does Not as well. Not E3, yeah. Uh, guys, watched it. I'll summarize real quick. You watched some highlights. I watched all the highlights that. You both watched majority, but maybe yeah. not the last like ten minutes. I watched yeah. everything except for like the last two games. Okay, and this is like about a ten, uh, like about two hour show too. So it's actually pretty long. Not uh, forty five minutes. Not forty five minutes, like Nick thought. We are going to just hit the highlights that stood out to us personally. We're going to miss things that are popular, some people, but this is kind of a general recap of the big highlights. And let's hop right into it with the first one, being the PlayStation DualSense Edge controller. Uh, this is a ultra customizable controller comparable to the Elite Series 1 and 2 controller that Xbox has made. It has remapping buttons, modified sensitivity. Uh, there's even a removable thumbstick module, which is different from the Series X. Mm. This is to help with drift, where you can actually... If you have a bad thumbstick, you can actually just change it in and out. So this could really be a controller for you for life. Yeah. That's one area I think the Elite Series kind mm -hmm. of faults in. Um, but overall, guys, did this stand out to you? I know I put this on the list. Uh, I'll start with Nick because I know he's a controller boy over there. You know, it did. But I feel a little bit different about this than I do Xbox. The DualSense controller is so good that I'm, I like haven't had a single issue with it. Mm. And so I haven't even thought about like having a pro PS controller or anything like that. So it looks cool. I'll probably end up getting it at some, sometime, but, um, I, I just don't so far, I don't put PlayStation in the same camp as Nintendo and Xbox where they've got like just a very basic controller and then they have the upgrades. I mean, PS just has a really good dual sense controller. Yeah. So it is funny because I feel like Sony was, like you said, already leading the controller battle. Yeah. Um, personally, I think the Xbox controller, nothing like sits in your hand better. Mm. Like yeah. it just fits. Um, ergonomically? Ergonomically. That was mm. I didn't want to make a fool of myself. <laughs> ergonomically. Um, I feel like that sits in your hand amazingly, but Sony has been crushing it with controllers. They've always put crazy technology that everyone else is just not putting the work into. Uh, Nintendo, you know, the Switch has a lot of technology in those Joy-Cons on its own. But when they a, work. That's a different league. Yeah, and there's a lot of when they When they that. work, yeah. I right. The worst so, controllers. It's just funny that, like, I mean, they could have released this two years from now, and it would have made sense. You know, I, I don't know anyone that plays PlayStation that was like, I need a pro controller, because it, it already feels more sophisticated than the xbox elites in my opinion yeah, yeah i think there are, there are times that i will literally if we're all playing the game and it's on different consoles i may choose playstation just to experience the controller to be honest the biggest thing that i think playstation ps5 controller was lacking is the back pedal paddles that's what i really like sure with the elite controller yeah um but you guys this has it. that this does have that yeah and the the biggest thing that i think you guys are nailing is that the PS5 controller already feels premium. Like I already feel like this is an expensive, nice controller. I don't, yeah. I don't have any need to upgrade it. Adam, you don't have a PlayStation. Did mm. this interest you at all? I mean, you haven't. It actually series. does. This is. I have no. Just buying a play this controller yeah, without just, the console. <laughs> yeah, hanging There's on the, nothing yeah. about it plays acoustically PlayStation <laughs> that draws me there, except this controller. Mm. The, the the controller seems absolutely incredible. Really? Yeah. The dual. This even just the original one. Oh, yeah. The dual. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The haptics. Um, I actually would disagree a little bit. I think it's very cool that they're already 
uh, moving forward with something even better when no one really thought they even wanted it. To yeah. me, that's like excellence uh, and not waiting and getting behind the curve, but being forward thinking like, hey, we're going to do this thing now. And that's what our company is about. We're going to continually push the envelope when you don't expect us to. That, so I like that. That's very much Sony. You're right. Yeah, Hard that's work. kind of, they, they've always been, you know, you didn't know you want this yet, but here it is. Mm-hmm. And that's really much the DualSense controller with the haptics and the mm-hmm. the triggers. Like that. that is... Personally, why I like that control, and I do feel like it's ahead of its time. So the thing gonna... is, is I've like I've already just spent so much money That's to true. Sony, yeah. and it's like now I have to spend more. Well, yeah. these, like... these controllers are usually like two hundred to two hundred fifty dollars when they first come out. Like right. the Elite Series controllers yeah. are two hundred. I think it was two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't ready to put that money into a controller right now, but I I, I have to. So do you like... think that you'll try Call of Duty on PlayStation, dude? I. In general, I buy all my third-party non-exclusive games on Xbox. That's usually my goal. And because of the adaptive triggers, I'm tempted to. And the vibration. When, did, when will uh, Activision games come to Game Pass? Oh, that's the other question, too. Yeah, because there's but no way I'm buying two, it on No, I'm buying it on Xbox. vibrations. If all my Activision Call of Duty games will be on Xbox in the future, I'm going to buy that yeah. one there. That, that's, that's a good point. Guys, I don't know if this is silly, but looking at this controller a little bit deeper right now, this makes me want to get a PlayStation just by the controller. It looks a lot better than the PlayStation does. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. sure. Um, yeah, we have a whole I, episode. I don't know if that's that. silly or not. I, I wouldn't yeah, call silly the marketing. We have an entire Peculiar. episode talking about Rojo Red. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, they had to cut a lot of my comments about the PlayStation. So, like, it makes me think like this is the first step in Ready Player One. Oh, really? Okay. To like that. Oh, like more in, yeah, 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 more engagement. You know, I think the more first engagement. step is VR. Anyways, let's move on. To the next one. This one I did not highlight. This is Lords of the Fallen. Who highlighted this one? Me. You did. Yeah. Are you upset that I didn't highlight this? I would have. I, I was kind of surprised that you didn't. I, All right. So this not? this was a cinematic of a fantasy world game, uh, fighting skeletons, demon-like creatures. The uh, protagonist appears to die at the end and then is revived by their lantern. By Danzig. By Danzig. Did I just say that? No, no. The the song that was playing in the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to play that on like yeah. rock band or guitar. Here, yeah, yeah. One of the two. That's what revived him. Oh, the song did. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Keep going. <laughs> so I see yeah, the joke you. there now, thank Nick. You, that was very funny. Yeah. Good. Thanks, guys. Explaining it usually is the yeah. sign of the best. Um, so <laughs> we're all just like staring at him. You started sweating, dude. I know. <laughs> I've, I've just never. Sad. <laughs> okay. 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 Let's not make fun of Nick too much. Um, I didn't highlight this just because it was a, a, to me, a generic CGI trailer of a, of a fantasy mm-hmm. game. Okay. I want to know what stood out to you. Is that what all these were? I didn't highlight those ones. A lot of them were, I agree. A lot to of To me, were. I don't know about you. To me, this was like, oh, this is a, this, this is, is just Souls. like Elden Ring. This was a, uh, an Elden Ring or a Dark Souls 3. Yeah. Like a new Dark Souls. And there's nothing wrong with that. Cause I, so like, this is, I think we're going to just now start seeing, um, you know, the Breath of the Wild effect where everyone was wanting to make a game that took aspects of Breath of the Wild and then made it a little better or a little different. Mm, um, I have no issue with that. Like Genshin Impact, I had a blast playing. It, it's a pretty shameless ripoff of Breath of the Wild with a After ton of extra trashed features. It, uh-huh. okay. We had a lot of fun with that. Remember? I can't we wait. That was actually a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah, this game, this game looked like that to Elden Ring. Uh, I'm sure they would disagree that it's a ripoff of Elden Ring but it looks like it's taking some aspects of that very dark edgy um fighting combat 
and Dark you know, kind of an interesting way of like responding, which all of you know, um, the Dead Souls, From Dark Software. Souls, yeah. all this From Software games have like a very interesting death mechanic. So this seems to be playing on that idea. So I, I, I saw this and was like, great, more of this. I'm in. The only, the only clarifier I want to give for the audience is that we didn't see any gameplay. So this could be a first person card game. And we wouldn't know that. Oh, that would be horrible. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, we don't know. That's true. We're, assu- we're assuming based off the tone that it is going to be a Dark Souls like. But let, this is, again, I tried to. Oh, if it's isometric, I'm going to be <laughs> it so could be. Livid. We don't know. I would so, be so livid. Um, anyways, that's Lords of the Fallen. You didn't get a chance to watch no. that one, right? Okay. Uh, moving on to one that I think we're all excited for. Hogwarts Legacy gets a new gameplay trailer. This showcases uh, Slytherin, Dark Magic, and what appears to be kind of crypts with zombies in it. Uh, showed somewhat of a choice system where your character has to choose between embracing the dark arts or rejecting them. Um, and they also highlighted some like deluxe pack features, but overall, you know, Adam, you're, this is, you didn't like this. Yeah. I like the, I like what it could do, but watching the trailer, I was super excited. I was like, Brownie, you got to watch this. And we're watching. She's like, is this from the mid two thousands? Ooh. the graphics were not good i was it just it was nothing something was wrong about it i i after it was over the trailer like ew, i'm not excited about that anymore it, quick question had you seen the first trailer mm-hmm. okay and you think it was a downgrade from that i thought it was a downgrade okay i was more excited after the first one and again i wasn't expecting it. i was going into this oh, okay we're gonna get some real sure. good stuff here and i walked away like i don't think i'm gonna play that Anyone else feel this way? I'm literally going to take off like the three weeks of work <laughs> and probably reread the books. Nice. And, uh, but just excited. from a gameplay perspective, did it look because I, I want to I do actually agree a bit here where the the gameplay didn't look as enticing. I think at least some of the things that didn't look enticing to me was the fact that it was focused on the kind of crypt area and focused yeah. on Slytherin. Much less of like the whimsical aspects of Hogwarts. Yes. You know what I mean? That's it was, why it's it was, so good. Okay, Nick. So yeah, it, it, it took a darker tone. You can just sit in a dark closet. If, like, that's <laughs> yeah. This is the thing about Harry Potter was, I think, and I think we talked about this. It's like, if you say you're going to make a Harry Potter game, there are just so many ways that that could go wrong. And instead, they're saying, here's Hogwarts Legacy, and it's a totally like open world where you get to make your own decisions and there's like this edgy narrative to it, which like we don't really have in Hogwarts till the end of the the, the movies, right? Like there's a little bit of edgy like 100%. in it. So like I, I feel like this was the perfect direction for a game if you're going to actually spend millions of dollars into like a big game like this. I'm not disagreeing with you, but Jacob and I want to frolic with like – so. It, you know, magic deer and stuff like that. Bring, like, that's what I'm into. Bringing up the last two or the last like Druids. three or four films is exactly the difference I think we have here is that I like the first two Harry Potters the most. That's when it is whimsy. It is all yeah. new. It's a lot more lighthearted. And the first trailer was that. And I think that's more of just like graphics in some ways. I think the tone is why we're disagreeing. Yeah. Though I think it emphasizes what's important is that choice. So clearly that should still be there. Well, yeah, you're going to be a Slytherin boy. We know that. But I mean, the whimsical should still be there. Yeah, it there's going to be, be the seasonal settings, which is going to be really cool. All those things that we we were like, oh, wow, this is going to be sick. But this is like a Slytherin. But I can also go sit in a dark closet. 
This is like a Slytherin quest line where you are going down the dark arts path. I'm going to be a Gryffindor and then I'm going to uh, learn dark magic just so I can kill all the bad guys. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll actually be able to kill all the bad guys. Um, like a gray Jedi, like a gray Jedi, and, and then I'll do. and then I'll like yeah. walk away for peace. I'll just be over there, Hufflepuff. <clears throat> you probably, yeah, you for sure will. Be. Just in, yeah, join line. You'll be reading books. And- yeah. Did you listen to the episode where they called me out and they said they actually yeah. don't think that I'm in Ravenclaw? And I know you're actually not. You're Slytherin. You're Slytherin, dude. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're. Again, you're. You're a closeted oh, we cover, Slytherin. We cover like, the whole spectrum. My, uh, we cover the whole spectrum because you're. You're. I'm a true Ravenclaw. I'm a real Ravenclaw. I'm definitely Gryffindor. You're definitely Hufflepuff. You are so Slytherin, dude. Yeah. I, I can't believe it. All the houses right here in our personalities. Nick's like that that Slytherin who's like secretly in Ravenclaw trying to kill everybody. I'm like Snape. You're like Snape? Yeah. Snape is great. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's so there's this is the thing. Spoiler alert. He goes evil, but he's not actually evil. Yes. Oh, dude, come on. There's kids out there that haven't read the books. Matt watching that our threw podcast. me for a loop. There's not there are good Slytherins. <laughs> um, anyways. Did this break the game for you? You still excited? For it, it did when uh, it did break it. Yeah, when there's so much good stuff out there. Okay, it, I decided I'm not going to play this. What? Unless maybe another trailer comes out and it's a nice. Unless you guys are like, this is the greatest game ever. Then maybe, but yeah, otherwise, we'll just call you nope. that the day before it comes out. I'm a little on board with Adam. I think I might wait. So I think this has potential to be an incredible game. Guys, don't do this. And I for sure, I know you two, you, I know you two are going to play at launch. Well, I speak, know that. Speaking of which. So I might just wait. There's a yeah. pre-order deluxe edition perks. And Nick, you're, you have to be in on this. This is, you basically get dark arts cosmetics. You get the Thestral right Mount dark arts cosmetic set, dark arts battle arena. The Thestral Mount was sick. Onyx, Hippogriff Mount, dark arts garrison hat. And seventy-two hour early access. This is pre-order by the deluxe. This edition. is only on PlayStation, 72 right? Hour early no, access. I think That's this is both. Cool. I don't think they specified it. I think you Xbox. both need to do that for that seventy-two hour early access, so that if oh, it is sick, buy it I can still nice. pre-order. Yeah, there you go. Is this? Uh, what are you that. doing? I again, I like to buy things on Xbox. I've got a bigger hard drive there. You can buy it on Play. We don't, it's not like a multi. It's, do it's a, a multiplayer game. I feel like I always uh, make the wrong decision here, though. I assume I'm going to go. He Xbox. does. He always does. Whatever you and I buy the buy it on, he, he buys the opposite. I do it for the podcast. Consoles. Okay, that that's a there's there's context there, guys. There's, <laughs> he wasn't ready for you to bring that up. All right, Jeez. just to recap this real quick. So this is coming out February 10th, 2023. Um, again, I, th- I think it's going to have a lot for different play styles, but boom, maybe a questionable trailer. I think Adam's opinion here is pretty significant. Uh, guys, it's always sick. <laughs> Deluxe always. done. You just buy it really on air? I did on air. Love it. Need to change the credit card. There's also a new vinyl set. His Visa so. number is ends in one seven. There, there is a actually a, a collector's edition that comes with a book with a floating wand. I don't know if you want to, to cancel that and order that one too. Oh, dude. Yeah. Anyways, next thing here. Sonic Frontiers. Oh. Uh, we're gloss. I think we all want to gloss over yeah. this. I don't think. Oh, wait. I think gloss is putting it. This was the my underdog. Oh, <laughs> what? Dude, this looks fun. Okay. Adam, This bro. looked super. Okay, so I watched Harry Potter. I know. That and then I watched so this next. And I thought, wow, this is really sad that Sonic looks way better than the Harry Potter game. No. <laughs> hey, true opinion here. No, I, no, I appreciate, I appreciate it. your honesty. Honestly, for so sure. I have seen online it's that, wrong, but... people... <laughs> <laughs> that people are more optimistic so after this trailer for Sonic. The, the ones that predated this 
it, they looked they really were bad. so bad yeah. Wait, did you one, see that online like 4chan dude i did not see that on 4chan i have some statistics here I'll, I'll get to it now actually we'll we'll cover all of them but the second most viewed trailer from this was this trailer. Oh, of course. But that shows that people, there's a lot of Sonic people fans love and they're Sonic. excited for this. Yeah. I did not play Sonic as a kid growing up. Nobody I've is. never been into the hype. I didn't, I didn't, haven't seen the movies. I never understood it. After watching this trailer, I thought to myself, I could be a Sonic boy. A Sonic boy? <laughs> you and Hari. You're going to identify as a Sonic boy? You and Hari. I totally see that. Yeah, I it's a, too. you know, what is he, a hedgehog? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Which is, by the way, Adam very symbolic. Very symbolic for uh, good to great. What do you think about the hedgehog? Oh, wow. Is a very symbolic animal for being able to uh, lead and suffer through many things. I did not. You think you were going to take it there? Into this. Are you making that up? Sega wow. didn't take any of that into account. You know what? He of course he, not. He yeah. knows how to speak to me. Yeah, I'm playing this game. Right is this your is your new pronoun Sonic Boy? Sonic <laughs> Boy. <laughs> SB Sonic S- Boy. So SB guys, I'll give you five dollars. What do you know? What animal Knuckles is? I don't even know who that is. Okay, isn't he also just a hedgehog? You don't know who Knuckles is? I never. You played the truly shirts. don't know anything. Never played literally the just Sonic on, but red. On. This is kind of exciting, in my opinion. I've Someone never met is, anyone who doesn't yeah. even know. Yeah. Mm-mm. Wow. You have no bias going into this. Zero. Okay. Okay. I'm, he should play this. He should play this and then okay. review it. So. Yeah. It looked fun. The thing that was highlighted from previous trailers wow. is a cyberspace stages where that is where you had that classic green loops and all that from classic games. <clears throat> Apparently, that is those are Sonic's memories, and you're going back and playing some mm-hmm. highlighted stages mm-hmm. from the past. Ryan rolls his eyes. Cool. He's like, <laughs> I love the that deviation really here. Cool. Yeah. Come to Bush League <laughs> for completely different opinions Very on everything. Cool. That's neat. Very so, cool. That this was is... a creative way, Sega, to make a very easy game. Well, there, there was some criticism online. They took like an old stage and compared it to this new stage, and they're identical. Like nothing's changed. So it's like, yeah. are you just rip, was, are you being lazy and ripping old content? It was, was definitely a classic mm-hmm. Nintendo move. It was definitely 4chan that he was reading that from. Again, this is this is all on Twitter. But anyway, no, like, please don't say that. I'm reading. Can I get this on the Switch? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, this is on the Switch. Um, yeah, it'll be on the. It should be hey, on all the consoles. I wasn't <laughs> I keep saying fortunate. I, I wasn't <laughs> planning on talking this in depth about Sonic Frontiers. All I wanted to talk about was the release date, which is November eighth, twenty twenty two. Do you know anything significant about this release date? November That's 8th. the first release date of the first Sonic it's run. No, it's birthday. the day. <laughs> actually, nice. It's the day before God of War Ragnarok. So oh, they pitted this goodness. right against God of War Ragnarok, maybe the most anticipated. Who do anticipated. you think you are? Like, are you <laughs> kidding me? Sega, Sega's it's, going right at him. I love it, man. I, I grew up. I actually do. This will come to a shock because I talk so much crap. But I love Sonic the character. Watched all the cartoons, all that mm. stuff. But since Hari's not here, raise your hand if you ever beat a Sonic game. No one. No one beats Sonic games. They're not that incredible of games it's like verbatim character, what you said in that one exactly but hardy's not here to like ruin it now. um <laughs> the character is awesome sonic is cool it's great their games are not good except for sonic heroes on gamecube which is pretty is pretty good i cannot wrap my head around this being like i i think they want it to be this smooth open world experience where you're like it's open world but you can follow rails and all these paths and stuff like that i just 
they've tried that before. Like all, a lot of their newer games have been these 3D worlds where they try to make it this smooth transition that feels like you always have momentum and it doesn't work, hmm. right? Like Sonic was a 2D game and they're just trying to like force it into 3D. Hmm. Like the combat is just not, it doesn't look good. Sorry. I, w- I will say yeah. the combat is the most questionable thing to me because I think the, the biomes are looking more interesting. I like the diversity, but yeah, again, this is a, this could be a huge game. I really do think so. At the same time, I might lean more pessimistically, but I don't know, Adam. I would love for you to play your first Sonic game. Yeah, it's it's time. All I'm right. Gonna, I'm going to go into you it. You should play this. Hopeful. Yeah. Uh, next game called Under the Waves, developed by Quantic Dream. I will not be playing this. Me either. Yeah, so, I will not be playing this. Oh, really? Okay, so I included this because of Adam. Um, oh. Because of your recent experience with a turtle. I thought that oh. you... <laughs> I, and I'm not... I'm not even saying that facetiously. Oh, so I'm After sure someone listens to the f- beginning dude, of this like, episode hear like a about Adam with and animals. he like made eye contact with a turtle. And it's like <laughs> that's what it was. It's like nature's just like it was. I'm immediately uh, thinking about the opening and you us talking about you and animals and Pokemon and then Jacob just saying your recent experience with the turtle and now oh, I'm like wow oh, we should just yeah that's we true move Man, on. that context weird. Yeah. Wow. yeah well you know now that you say uh, that I mean I just didn't know the point I didn't quite get it and it's it's a very tease trailer right they didn't give you much i do have a description here of the game uh i don't know if you read that they just give you a cup of i'll I'll give you a quick yeah (laughs) i'll give you a quick quick description from their website under the waves is a narrative driven adventure game about the engulfing power of grief set in the depths of the north sea in a techno futuristic 1970s professional diver stan is struggling to overcome a life-changing loss and embrace a new future the isolation of the deep sea is a fitting manifestation of his state of mind and as stan retreats further into his self-imposed solitude he starts to experience strange events far beneath the waves he will eventually have to make a difficult choice, stay lost in the depths forever, or break free to the surface and to the rest of his life. Okay. Stan I've, changed, I've changed my entire opinion. Hold on. Definitely yeah, playing. Me too. I actually get anxiety. <laughs> I get anxiety anytime I go underwater in a video game. Yeah. But the fact, Ryan, the fact I that. Chills, dude. I'm fact, not playing this. The, <laughs> the fact that someone's, that more people are making games like this, which I, are yeah. truly meaningful. Yeah, and not to say that I don't care about games that aren't meaningful because that's all I play. But like, dude, this is going to be like a spirit fair. I already wanted to cry. I didn't want to cry. Don't ever cry. I'm a man. Uh, <laughs> when you were listening to that, I was like, dude, that's so touching. Dude. So I not just the- Adam and I over here. So like we're crying in the dude, podcast episode. <laughs> you need a moment, like yeah. you it's a good, <laughs> hey, it's a good description. It really is. Yeah, yeah. And I think Stan is an interesting name. So there's layers. <laughs> to it. I mean, this day and age, like surely they they could have chosen a different name. So, Adam, I I highlighted this first because it is underwater. You do like to, yes, you like to dive. Yes, I do. Um, but then the layers here of and again, you don't get this fully from the trailer. Yeah, you get something's going on. But I I went and read the description, and to me, it's like so. Quantic Dream is famous for making narrative led games, so more choice based, more of an experience, more story driven, and this is an adventure narrative game. So it's going to be a little bit more, I think, free in mm. your movements, which usually it's, it's like on rails a lot of the time. But then the layer of like grief and how that is a parallel for a state of mind being in the ocean. I just think there's a lot of potential and depth here. Thank you for adding that. I went from not wanting to play at all to maybe my most anticipated now. Yeah. I watched it. Wow. I was watching it. And I was like underwater. Nope. And I was like <laughs> trying to fast forward a little sure. bit. Yeah. To be clear, like no disrespect to the people <clears throat> who made this game because I'm sure it will be good. I personally can't stomach 
open water open water open water underwater water water i I'm like I, I drink Listen, uh, soda. Do you have a bad experience, or humans are like not meant to be in the water. Really like, not. there's not a setting where we're less equipped. I feel I feel like we're more equipped in space. Space, honestly, yeah. yeah. Water is, which is a big statement, kind of the same. And so here we are. I just can't. I we played Sea of Thieves actively, and I I enjoyed myself when I was on the boat. I would have anxiety attacks. I mean, I would freak out when I'd get in the like water, and there was. Oh, I'm a, that's what I'm acknowledging. hundred percent. Yeah. That story though, paralleled with being underwater is like, there's, it just sets it up for a very powerful story in my opinion. Yeah. It's going to be pulling on the the heartstrings. I'm literally going to be like this, (laughs) 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 just like crying. I won't be like exactly that, but it's a, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So thank you. This is coming out at least as of right now, 2023. Sounds like we've got. Sometimes we have yeah, a review coming yeah. for this. Movie. Yeah, it it, uh, it depends on what's going on. At it that does time, depend on what's going on in life, but it, I'm free. Now that you've read that, I'm thank I'm you. Intrigued. In. Okay, all right, guys, let's move on to the next one that stood out to me. This was Moonbreaker. This is a turn-based sci-fi game, more akin to a tabletop-style deck-building RPG. Yeah, Adam, real quick, and you're you're a big tabletop guy. Yeah, th- th- I thought this was unique. Yeah, again, into it if I've got the time. So the way the developer described it on stage is it's a digital miniatures game, which miniatures are like things that people put a ton of time into. They sit here and okay. hand paint them. Yeah. They're like little, you know, I'm going to call them chess pieces for now, but they're far more intricate and they're more custom than that. Um, he said that it's Hearthstone meets XCOM, two oh. games that are very, very close to me. And the significance this here that right up your alley, it is. There's I a feel slight, like you would like this too. I love XCOM. I very much dislike card games. I'm so shocked by I, that. I think that's personally I think that's one of the worst mechanics in video games. And cards. And mm. Cards. I, yeah. There's something about it that just instantly pulls me yep. right out. I just think I hate collecting them. I hate really? like you didn't collect like going through my deck. Like I just I'm with you. I'm just not into that. This game looks really this it actually looks really I know cool. it's huge. <clears throat> Honestly, it looks super sick. It's one of those that I, I feel like I'm going to grab it just to try it, but I'm in the same boat. I, I like some turn-based strategy. I go back and forth on what I like. I, I don't like Hearthstone or XCOM, which is shocking because those are both big strategy card games, but uh, this looks good. I mean, the just the graphics alone and the creativity and the, the painting and the art stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and was he saying that they painted all those or that you'll be able to paint those. Oh, so they so said that's that a cool everything they showed in this trailer was done using the basically end game tool that allows yeah. you to paint yeah. your so, custom figures. So that's cool. really cool. Honestly, I think people will, uh, Ryan and I recently talked about this as we're trying to do some pixel art. I feel like you can just Zen out and paint stuff. I like want to do that so, in real life with you guys. Yeah. There's a, a store right next to my house that sells all those kind of figurines that you can paint. Let's yeah. start. Let's do They're it. Cool. Come on. I, I could be into that. I used to paint models growing up. Right. They weren't game. I would do that. Yeah. For sure. Game things. But he, and he said this, actually, the developer said, you know, he got into during the pandemic, he got into painting models and it was very therapeutic and relaxing yeah. for him. So yeah. I think putting that in digital space, making it more accessible to people is a cool thing. So this is a unique one. I think this will be unique. Sad thing. Uh, as of right now, it's only Steam early access September 29th. So right now there's no console announcement. It's not not coming to console, but the early access is only for Steam. So moving on, guys, this is one that I did not highlight. I'm sh- I'm not surprised that this was highlighted by one of you. This is Lies of P. 
who, dude. Who, 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 do you think, who do you think highlighted that? You, in a heartbeat. I am so upset. You were supposed to underline it and you bolded it. Highlight that. This is the thing. I, <laughs> exactly. I, I was like, are we talking about that one or are we not? I, I highlighted things that were relevant to me and I told you guys, if something stood out to you personally, put that yeah. on there. You had the knew, power to do this. Dude, dude. Yeah. And you, you did it. Guys. I yeah. appreciate so, it. So I mean, I real quick. agree, but. Lies of P is a third person action souls like. It's inspired by Pinocchio, where you're actually playing some variant of Pinocchio. Sorry to cut no. you off. Yeah. Is Pinocchio public domain? I think so. Is it? Yeah, I'm oh, almost certain. I had no idea. I thought Disney owned Pinocchio. It's old. Oh, yeah. Once you get 100 years in, it becomes so public. It's domain. probably like, I know Cinderella is like not owned by Disney. They this, just did like this is uh, a you have modern. Pinocchio Dude. Right now, if you want. This yeah. is Pinocchio meets Elden Ring. It, that's, it's more oh. Pinocchio meets like uh, Bloodborne. With dishonor, or dishonor was, was yeah. one of the biggest. Wait, was this the trailer you were just watching? Didn't no, we? no, no, no. This is. I wish, I wish, I wish you to watch it because maybe you would have my back oh, a little bit. Why wow. you? So, you would be into this, Adam, too. Okay. So. Um, yes. Pinocchio has been public domain since 1940, so it must be older than that. It was published. In People just don't want to touch it. 83. Which I think is true of a lot of the original mm. Disney cartoons. Uh-huh. Dude, they're going Most public of them domain. Dude, Mickey so, Mouse might hit public domain dude, soon. Yeah. So, Jacob, do you have any wow. more? Do you have I'm going to write my own that? Mickey Mouse fan fiction <laughs> the second that comes out. What was that, Nick? Do you have any more words on that? Because I want to uh, I want to just say something about real quick. So, yeah, I'll last... pull this up for Adam while, we're, while you're talking. Yeah, basically, it's it's Victorian theme, like I said. It's got Dishonored vibes to it. But it's, it's, it is what they said in the trailer. It's an action Souls-like game and a... Victorian kind of high fantasy setting. He's got so, an ad for Frere Rocher right now. Yeah. Instead sorry, of that, actually. Thanks, guys. Uh, so he said this. What, he said like what it was about right before we went in there. And I was like, Ooh. I was driving, listening to this part, actually. And I was like, that's really interesting what the gameplay is going to be like. And then it gets into this and it looks so realistic, but dark. And, yeah. and so what happens is uh, I'm watching this. He's doing crazy things, jumping windows. The battle scenes are like bloody and gory and scary. And then he gets to the very end, opens this box or door or whatever, and out comes a bearded guy. And he's like, Who's the bearded guy? Finally. It's got to be Geppetto. It's so nice to meet you. I'm your father. And it's Geppetto. It's Darth Vader, actually. It's actually, uh, yeah. It's actually uh, a lot of kids. He got it's around, actually he got around the galaxy. It's actually Tim Burton. So I, this was honestly, there were a lot of really cool things in this, uh, this entire show. This was probably my biggest takeaway. Okay. Changing my mind again. Most anticipated. That looks sick. Dude, look at this. So, oh, so it wasn't a box. It was a, well, I don't know if that's where it comes out of. Yeah. Hey, really cool detail for you guys. Um, this is coming, this is coming to Xbox game Pass day one. Dude. So you want to buy this one if you have Game Pass. I could be into this. I actually it does look incredible. Right. The, it's Dude. like the cinematic aspects. It's and great. I know it's just a trailer, but like they're showing those scenes. But the gameplay, yeah, the gameplay mm-hmm. where it's just it. like empty rooms and just in that alone, the design it's the art is incredible. But yeah, and it, I, I don't know, I'm just so hooked. You take a story like Pinocchio, mm-hmm. as you just said, over a hundred years old, which is just this like cartoon version like we know like yeah that we just make like if you lie the nose gets bigger and then all of a sudden that story is put into this dark just like gritty dude but yet but yet fancy Victorian, i think yeah, yeah it's like uh and they're leaning more into good describer yeah. it's like uh to me the the trailer was like they're leaning much more into the fact 
less that like his nose grows when he's a liar. It's more about like what is like what is a, a human and what's not. Yeah. Like what creates which, what what ooh, makes you human? Which Pinocchio because touches he is on that. Like a Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Which Pinocchio always touches on that. But the reality is like you could probably do a thousand therapy sessions and fifty books on what that story is actually representing. So like there's so much there to uncover. We got Adam. Adam got I could, we got, I could sell Adam on any him. game, honestly. Dude, Sonic actually goes really deeply. So, Sonic is actually a hedgehog. And remember Jim Wait, Collins dude, wrote good no, to great about I just realized Nick was doing that when he described yeah. a hedgehog he to did. Adam. That's exactly yeah. what he connected from good to uh, yeah. good to great. Yeah, yeah. Adam was sold. One of the best wow. business books. I love it. I'm I'm thrilled that you guys are all stoked <laughs> for it. This 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 doesn't have to do with the game as much as it has to do with me. I oddly might have uh, Souls-like fatigue. I'm not ready to go back into that type of gameplay. Mm -hmm. You know, the relentless, dark kind of setting. Not ready for it, but Pinocchio. Game Pass, Pinocchio. It, there, I might play this alongside you guys. So anyways, this is coming out 2023, so next year. Oh, perfect. Game Pass, day one. Guys, next up. That's good. Genshin Impact had a trailer for version 3.0. I included this because... It looks pretty good. Um, I restart the game. I think I'm going to restart. I downloaded it last night and played for about two hours. No, you did not. I did. On my back one controller. Back on my oh, controller. my God. Okay, so I was going to bring this up yeah. because uh, I didn't have a backbone when I was playing this. I was playing it here on an iPad Pro 12.9 inch with an Xbox controller, which is... How big? 12.9. Wow. That's the screen size, which is, a, which is a baller way of playing. Dude, I have that exact setup. I can play. Yeah. Genshin Impact with your Xbox on your controller. Yeah, on your iPad. It's an app. Wow, done. Most so I don't have a 12 point. This, is, it's it's this, this is one of those reasons I've been arguing uh, about mobile games for like years now because Genshin Impact was another great example of just an incredible mobile app I'm game. with you, dude. This isn't I'm a mobile you. game. So now that I have the backbone, I'll probably pick You guys are insane today. Pick today. I, I don't like this. this. We've dude, we are psychos. I don't like physical touch. <laughs> we're losing we're losing our control what is yeah what's happening, happening? i don't want to be here we need i don't know we need, off. we need to just, how can we get gonna, 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 Nick, if there's two next time <laughs> they're not sitting next to each other because it's the physical contact they're both <laughs> i'm just gonna say next time they're gonna split us yeah they both have physical touch our knees are have not left they're how can we get up on nick if there's two of them they're conjoining slowly i don't like this um Nick, I really put this in your. Sweaty. It's warm today. It, yeah, it is. it's mainly because you guys are like on top of each other. Yeah, right um, <laughs> yeah we're fine. <laughs> we're not sweaty at all. Um, Nick, you have been an advocate for Genshin since day one, and you've continued to play it, from my knowledge. Yeah, let, let's just from the start, real quick. I'll summarize this. We crapped on this. Right. This is the, no. We were we were all in this. Yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll be honest. Please. We were like, oh, geez, another, uh, you know, like. JRPG with like naked women running around with swords and it came out I played it and I was like this is a fantastic yeah. breath of the wild it game great. um and I yeah, I've I've put some serious time into it probably like 60 or 70 hours dude there is so much depth I think even comparing to a breath of the wild ripoff is not fair anymore cuz it's like they've dove into areas that breath of the wild didn't even touch you have multiple characters. The combat system is way deeper. Yeah. The world looks bigger. The and this is – so one key thing here. I didn't mention this. The point of this trailer, version 3.0, is to showcase uh, new regions, this being the Sumeru region. Desert. Um, well, jungle and desert. Well, yeah. Desert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with, with like new, I think, classes and characters. So 
I wanted to bring this up again to to readdress that Nick might have been right about Genshin. I think is right about Genshin. It's got mm-hmm. legs, and then also that I've hopped in. I'm I'm ready to try this out. Three is out, not out yet, but it will be. Here's the problem. Here's the in. problem. Don't play it on PlayStation because that's I started my game on PlayStation. They do not allow you to port your profile onto other platforms, which made me really mad. So I stopped playing because I wanted to play it on my Switch and Xbox or has whatever. that has that been updated? Do we know? That was a long time ago. I don't know. They but might have been updated. It wasn't <laughs> last time I checked. If it's updated, please at Ryan. Yeah, I think what is the best way to play this? I think I think iPad phone for me, it's like I have my backbone and it's going to be the the most like accessible way to play it all the time. And it uses the whole real estate of the screen, too, which I appreciate. Like remote playing this stuff doesn't do that. Um, I think Nick's setup, if that works for you, a a big iPad with an Xbox controller is a great way to play it. It's done. Amazing. New, most anticipated, truly. Did you watch the trailer? for? Dude, we are literally Dude, one. All you have to There's, do, whatever game you want out to play, put it at the end because that just, will become the just most. Talk about it. Apparently, you just have to describe. Can you just? Can you just address anticipation? Can you just address this as attic? Attic is that what you're calling yourself? AD, your your couple ICU. name? Dude, yeah. we got a name. Attic. Your couple name? How does that say that again? Attic. Attic. A D I C K. Oh, no. All right. No it's more like Adam. Adam, Adam oh yeah. Nick. No more. It's a, you had a lot of other options. Brian, switch me spots. No more. Yeah. He's we do have jealous, to separate dude. them next time. He's just joking. We should separate them. All right. Anything else on Genshin before we move on? No, I'll jump back in. Ryan, you're quiet. For sure. You're going to hop back in too? Yeah, yeah. No, this is a great game. This is. I, I will admit I was wrong. I made a bunch of assumptions before it came out. This is a great game. You? We, we all did. I'll join you, man. It was a. Uh, was I? Yeah, come on. I love JRPGs. They're, they're, and their I, trailers I weren't like helping them before this game came out. No. I think. I think they. The the big thing is separating themselves from Breath of the Wild, which I think they've clearly done now. Oh, they just have supported this game in a way that Nintendo never could have. Yeah, honestly, yeah. That's so true. <laughs> Dude, the player base for this too. I don't know if it's changed, but at it's one massive. point it was like weebs. There are that many pe- people playing this game. Uh, it's insane. So, but. It's a good game. A lot of Japan was also playing this game, and not you know, not can't, China can't be as well. Can't be weeps. Yeah. Can't be weeps. Yeah. Which I think it's a Chinese game, actually. It's Chinese. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, all right, guys. Next up, I know we're all excited about this. High on life. Oh yeah. We get a most wor- anticipated. Dang it! I forgot. I actually before the, the beginning of the podcast, I was going to say this was my most anticipated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Truly. So, but, but no. But no. We've I've had some. So what's your most anticipated, Adam? Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact. Okay. Oh, right. For real. Over the water. High on I just don't want to be the boy who cries wolf, but I am very excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Too late. Adam, we've already gone through this. Well, we're cry. We get a we're good. world premiere gameplay trailer. It's of a boss fight, basically fighting a boss in a toxic sewer setting where you traverse the space kind of above it and then also firing off shots while you banter and your gun is basically yelling at this it's enemy. Incredible. Yeah. Did you like this? It's so good, dude. I'm so excited for this. Quick reminder. This is a day one play. Yeah, quick reminder. This yeah. is uh, the game that's coming from Justin Roiland, who is one of the co-creators of Rick and Morty. We've talked about it before, how we're excited about this. I think I don't think you were present for that, actually. Were you? Mm-hmm. Have you been on a podcast? I don't think you yeah. were out of town. That remember. was E3 when we talked about it. Yes. Uh, us three. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Ryan, I, real quick, since we haven't heard your opinion, what are your thoughts on High on Life in general, Dude, especially after this trailer? This is incredible. I mean, it's like, the honestly, the, the combat doesn't have to be amazing i think it will be really cool because it seems like the variation in weapons is fun just the dude the knife scene where you first get the knife is so funny yeah i mean it's just there's no game that does this they they so adamantly (laughs) don't take themselves serious where it's like why can't the knife just be a 
passionate about stabbing people and want to do that over and over. Also, and over. say to, the f word like yeah, yeah, fifty times. <laughs> not a children's game. To yeah. your, I don't know if you said it or no. I think you were quoting someone that said this is like if someone gave Justin Roiland the like a you know twenty million dollar budget, triple A budget, yeah, triple yeah. A budget, and I think that's one hundred percent true. And then you sent us a TikTok <laughs> that was talking about the impact of choice there. And it's essentially you talking to this blue and red worm mm -hmm. and they're like, the doors, yeah. the door, mm -hmm. tell me who's hotter. And you're like, well, it's the blue guy. And the blue guy's like, I told you I'm always hotter than you. And the red guy's like depressed about it. And he's like, well, well, fine. Like you're, you're never going to get through my door. And then the door closes and it's like, it's going to be funny and comedic yeah, and it's going to be, I haven't even seen Rick and Morty, but I, this is probably, uh, your most anticipated. My most anticipated. <laughs> should it be a should it be a must that you watch Rick and Morty before playing this game? No, I don't no? think it's necessary. But I like I would recommend Rick and Morty to you guys any day. But it Jake I think just day. like really what this game does is like it just pulls you out of like every other game tells stories in very similar ways where they, they all take themselves serious. There's nothing wrong with that. A lot of games tell very good stories, but um, this one is just more about the dialogue, like mm -hmm. honest, true, like how people talk to each other. And it, mm -hmm. I think that's what resonates with people. And that's what people love. Rick and Morty is like, there's a lot of people that just talk to each other like this. Like mm -hmm. there's just, you've come across so many strangers that are like, I think you're weird and you think I'm weird, but we're just going to have this meaningless conversation yeah. and it'll be kind of funny. Like, Or if it's egregious, like it's, it's like taken like uh, above and beyond what it looks like. I think the the message of that conversation is still like accurate yeah right like the result of that so i, I don't know it's this is going to be good this was my most good. anticipated until lies of p because i've been i've been thinking about this but uh this is going to be a good game man this is a day one you know game. what you just made me realize it sounds like you're saying liza p liza 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 p Li not a p great is a name weird. yeah it's not a great name. name just you're using a just say what's, pinocchio what's, what's yeah. call it pinocchio liza isn't that from a liza minnelli I don't yeah. know what that is. That's the only live person. Yeah. Um, so I think <laughs> you mentioned there's a lot of serious games and <clears throat> comedy is really hard to do in games. And I think based off what we've seen so far, it seems like they're they're going to yeah. execute pretty well. Again, you have really good writing from Justin Roiland. So uh -huh. yeah, and I mean we're also seeing the highlights. So maybe it, it would. I it's hard for me to imagine like a I don't know twenty hour game being able yeah. to maintain the hilarity, but. I wouldn't put it past them because every episode of Rick and Morty, like we've talked about, I think mm -hmm. has gotten better. Like I say, I bet you this game, it gets pretty serious at the end. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. There's going to be mm -hmm. some very heavy themes. We get dark. 100%. Yep. Um, so one key detail here is actually this got a delay from its original October release date. It's now scheduled for December 13th, 2022. Uh, again, this is a day one X Xbox game pass game. So nice. I'm actually happy this is push, pushed into December. There's not much in December that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. So there's some time other some than room. Christmas. Okay, actually, thinking about playing this game during Christmas time, <laughs> dude. Christmas, bro. Yeah, bro. Oh, hey, look, we're friends over here. Hey, yeah, bro. Christmas, bro. Christmas, dude. Christmas. Oh, I, no, no, Christmas bro. is our thing. Uh, so you wait. can't. You no, can't no, have. Wait, wait. Christmas is our. I, thing. I literally set up my Christmas tree in like September, dude. Don't. You stop trying Get to make your this Christmas. happen. No, we're the Christmas. Bros. We're the Christmas. Wow. You're the Halloween bros. You guys are Halloween, dude. Bros. I put up yeah. Christmas lights okay, for like eight months on over a hundred houses. Anyways, next thing. Stop bragging. Jeez, dude. I got mad Christmas respect. We have. Gotham Knights. We get this is a small featurette. It's featuring the villains of Gotham Knights. Uh, the villains featured in this trailer: Harley Quinn, Mister Freeze, Clayface, the Penguin, 
Obviously, Talon the Court of Owls, we've seen that already. Um, and then mm-hmm. Professor Pig, which you probably aren't familiar okay. with Professor Pig. Nor am I. <laughs> I just looked it up. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. But I think the standouts here is that we're getting characters that aren't just the Court of Owls, which I'm happy about. Um, obviously, that's yep. the focus of the story, but you're getting some classic Batman characters yeah. as probably side missions. I want to ask, good. From a, from, Adam is like a resident Batman expert, read a ton of the comics. You've mm-hmm. been a lifelong Batman fan lifelong. and apologist. <laughs> I don't appreciate your Slip TikTok the other day, by the way. Sorry, man. I sent hilarious TikTok Sorry. that undermines like the coolness of Batman because he's okay. Anyway. And I sent one. Anyway, <laughs> is this a game that you wanted? Like, have you been have you been really no starving for Robin and Nightwing and Batgirl? Uh, Nightwing's probably the exception. I think that's that's cool. Uh, no, I've not. And Jacob's son is named after. That's Nightwing. actually a great point, Ryan. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why I'm not excited about this because I feel like they're just trying to milk the series. Uh, and not doing it accurately or appropriately. We've seen this too many times now because Batman is the best. People want to make money. And so they end up just telling stories that are not accurate or people don't really want. So I'm not excited about this. Let me play devil's advocate here. I was going to do it too, so go ahead. <laughs> why was why was the uh, other Batman game really good that you played? The Arkham series? Yeah, Arkham series. Was it narrative well, or we, was we, it the we, fact we that just you were driving seen anything a big like tank? It We'd never been able to do anything like that before. It was... One of first of its kind. Sure, but why was it good when you look back on it? Uh, because was it because it had a killer story, or was it because no, because you... you got to play as Batman, and it did have a killer story, and you got to get into the depths of Batman's character and gameplay was solid. Yeah, but it did have with. did have a story. Like, I mean, like Court of Owls. Like, so I've read Court of Owls. You read that comic, and it's like um, this story. Is oh yeah, story. that's one of the best Batman stories. But which... what I'm saying, what I'm what I'm arguing is that do we play every Batman game just for the story, or is there more here to be found than just the the narrative because i would argue that arkham is less about story and more about the setting no yeah yeah no you're right you're right i think the third game had a pretty decent story um predictable but good yeah Uh, good Uh, here's the thing i'm probably here's what i don't want to be i don't want to be the person that just because i love batman that everything that comes out that's batman i'm like this is awesome respectable i'm trying to be really critical because i want the heart of it protective protective of this thing so what's good yeah this has felt it's probably more the court of owls thing because that's such a good story such a good story come on like do it right like really stay true to what that thing is but and i feel like they're might. really deviating but, but, but remember that man but so here this is and you, you were hung up on this originally too is that you want it to be true to the court of owls story and i think that's where we need to give freedom to the creators is that go back across dc they reset they um retcon they always retell stories they do in different ways dc sucks so to me it's like <laughs> don't don't have the because i don't have the bios of court of Owls. i still haven't read it i know i'm missing out but i think did go, i buy that for you i have yep i have the volume <laughs> one i have volume one ready to read it's Dang. next to my records this is awkward um <laughs> so i think go into it not expecting your court of Owls story the existing court of Owls story but go into it like the like the vo- experience like, yeah and like, like the <clears throat> the essence of court of owls like what yeah. you're expecting there because you're also biased against things that aren't batman like 
Batman's not here. Batman's dead. That bothered you from the get-go. Yes. Go into this going like, this is not a Batman story. This is the Bat family story. And that's where I've always liked Batman more is kind of the Bat family, specifically Nightwing. And I think this is going to be, for me as a Nightwing fan first over Batman, this is huge for me. Like you it don't is, get yeah. a Nightwing as a main character ever. Right. So I'm, I'm, you know, still pessimistic with some of the things I've seen, but I just like the aspect that this is a different Batman universe story. It's in the same world, yeah. but we're getting a different twist to, you know, I, I don't know if we want another fourth Bat Arkham game. This might be this the is change. True. This is true. Uh, this could be blasphemy, but just the, Say it. just, just the videos of uh, the city and uh, being able to like jump and glide around. I'm obviously like a big Gotham boy. Did you I, play? The- I, I actually didn't play all of the Arkham. So maybe that's a little blasphemous too for me to talk about it. But I think the surrounding looks really good. I think like the city is going to be really good. And I just always want like a dark Gotham. Like I wish Batman uh, and they do it quite a bit, but I wish Batman and Star Wars would explore Gotham and Coruscant more like these just dark areas. And so um, I think it's going to be good. And uh, it probably will be. I'm just a little salty. Yeah, and yeah. I'm still salty and I get from Justice saltiness. League. That's where this all root stems from. It was you don't trust him with the IP. No, I don't. Modern well, DC, at, like modern DC has. Yeah. Look at Marvels too, though. Yeah. What about Marvel? It was a horrible game. Oh, Avengers. Yeah, Avengers. Man, you Sorry, guys, you call. Yeah, you guys call it just Marvels yeah, sometimes. Well, like there's a there's <laughs> a name to this game. I think I think in general these type of games are hard for whatever you know. It's just bad writing, usually. So, (laughs) real quick, this gets an earlier release date now. It got moved up to October 21st, so a little bit earlier. Oh, wow. Um, Has that ever happened in the games industry? It happens sometimes. It's not often, We should talk more about that later. Okay. I'm done. I didn't didn't know there was a whole episode right here. um, Real quick, temperature check. Are you going to play this, Nick? Yeah, I'll play it. Adam, percentage? You're probably going to play it. Yeah, I'll I'll give it a 70%. 70, Ryan. If if it turns out to be amazing, I will. So I'm you're gonna, gonna wait, wait for reviews. I won't buy it, you're yeah. gonna wait for reviews. Yeah. Nick and I might be close. I'm not a fan of how much weight. Some really cool skins coming out. Anyways, Just all right, moving on. Protective of my time, Ryan. If it's you need good. to get out of here for time's sake, go ahead and hop We're out. Good. It's your call. Okay, let's roll. All right, next up, this is one that was not highlighted by me. I think this was highlighted by Nick and Ryan. This is called Where Winds Meet. It's a cinematic trailer. <laughs> Did you watch this, Adam? Mm-mm. Go ahead and pull it up for Adam. Nick, it's if you lit. can. Um, this gave me serious Ghost of Tsushima vibes, but like meets crouching tiger hidden dragon i think that has a lot to do with the fact that this is chinese not japanese um it looks like it's more fast paced than ghost of tsushima and has like more like powers like abilities where you're yeah. like in the air and that's where like the crouching tiger stuff comes from yeah um again this is i think it was did we get gameplay in this at all or was this just yeah we had some gameplay okay so this is this to me like Ghost of Tsushima is one of my favorite games of all time. I, I thought that game was incredible. And and I don't mean to compare them, but you can't not because I think it's a very, very similar just like you're alone walking through these mm. beautiful settings. The grass. In an ancient time. The yeah, grass. the grass, honestly. The way the moon hits the grass. Like, Oh, dude, this looks even better it's than It's hard that. not to compare. Um, but this is to me where I wish Ghost of Tsushima had gone a little bit more of like folklore. Um, cause ghost is very grounded, more historically based. Yeah. So, um, there wasn't magic. I mean, there was like abilities that are superhuman, right? That's just like a video game. Yeah. yeah. Um, this game is much more like hitting on to some of those folklore, folklore stories, like 
There's enemies that are just not human. There's things like magic abilities, it looks like, um, which I'm excited about. It just adds another layer um, of culture to this game that I think could be really interesting. Have you guys transitioned yet and opened your your mind to playing as a female protagonist in games? I played all of Assassin's Creed, um, the Greek one. Cassandra? Odyssey as a girl. That alone makes me want to play this. I wouldn't say my mind's closed. I just like to play as myself in games if I can create a character. I get that. You just want to be. Is it a female? Jacob? Is it a female lead? I didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. I also did not notice that. Um, Adam, first initial thoughts. You're literally watching the trailer for the first time as we speak. I'm in. It looks so good. Would it you looks call really this, good? Would you call this your most anticipated game? <laughs> no, Gotham Knights is now. Oh, oh whatever. <laughs> Each thing just shifts slower. See, yeah. So See, some of the enemies sick. are definitely not. Yeah. All right, Nick. Give us your your opinion sick. of this. Well, I, this just looks like if they took all the borders and like the people in the room that are like telling you to like steer straight in a game development it looks like those people weren't in there for this like they <laughs> took ghost of shima and had no no boundaries so it looks really good i think it's gonna be good maybe that's a weird weird description but this looks good i think you had a good point here with the folklore and magic uh dude yeah, it looks dude. sick i yeah. mean some of this stuff looks sick we'll def- love that him him like killing the the ninjas and then jumping off into the wagon that was going through mm-hmm. the the old chinese town is like i mean that looks sick i think too Man. specifically with china i mean we're talking thousands of years of like cultural stories that really in the west we don't explore that much mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we how many of us we know all the roman stories all the greek stories mm-hmm. like all the Viking stories. It's a great point. I know, the, um, I know the Rush Hour stories. I like I like those movies. Oh gosh, dude! Wow, that was a uh, anyway. I uh, think this is like back. I think this is oh really exciting for me because it's you guys know I'm a sucker for those those like you know what makes a culture yeah. that culture. Yeah. You know what what fears and like beliefs structured the way that they operate and. Um, I'm hoping we're going to get a glimpse of that. I don't know. Maybe they're making all of this up. <laughs> so we don't know how accurate these mm-hmm. folklores are. But I'm hoping that there's going to be some significance there. God, there's a lot of good games coming out, dude. Yeah. It's a good time to be a gamer. Man, it is a good time. Anyways, I will say, uh, watch Rush Hour 2 again this weekend. Holds up. <laughs> wow. He's st- well. he stuck with it. <laughs> Holds up very well. Yeah. All right, guys. Moving on. We, gave you, we gave you an opportunity to let yeah. that one double go. Down, <laughs> double downing on that. Wow. Very yeah. double downing. Yeah. Um, whatever happened to Tucker? No, Jackie Chan. I was about to say I miss Jackie Chan movies. That's what I. Yeah, but we're like, what happened to is it Chris Tucker? Tucker? Yeah, I think he made Rush Hour three, and then I think there's some allegations. He's alive, around. right? Yeah, he's alive. Oh, okay. Um. All right. <laughs> Next up, Hideo Kojima announces an exclusive podcast with Spotify. It's called Brain Structure. The description right now is that uh, we take a deep dive into his brain and shed light on his creative process. It will be uh, aired both in Japanese and English. English. Uh, Jeff Keighley will have an appearance on it discussing news-related things. Um, and the first episode is going to air September 8th. I, I'm for sure going to listen to this. Right. But it's kind of funny because to me, this seems like they're, they're like describing it as if someone approached him and said, hey, Kojima, we want to get inside your brain. But the way he said it was very much like, I want to make this podcast because I know my brain is much better than yours kind of thing i don't know I'd which think, is fair it, 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 it did feel like that a little bit which is just hilarious because that's the most like kojima thing i've ever heard i think he's so interesting i will definitely listen to this he knows people want to be in his brain yes like, he knows exactly. that he's fully which aware. is fine 
Yeah, and again, this is exclusive Spotify. So like, think like uh, you know, we might get a like Japanese version of Joe Rogan, kind of is what I'm expecting. Here. Oh my god, super controversial. <laughs> it's gonna be so controversial. I Anyways. can't wait. All right, moving on to Park Beyond. Park Beyond is a Brian. What did you? How do you describe this initially? You made a comment this morning. You're a tycoon boy. And this is gonna scratch oh, your little yeah, tycoon yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. this that is a, fun. Which this one? amusement mm-hmm. park simulation game, right? We're familiar mm-hmm. with the genre. I think the most famous is Roller Coaster Tycoon. This is made by Bandai Namco. This trailer, kind of the gimmick here that's unique, is a system called Impossification, where you are defying. It's not grounded. That's really creative. I know. I, I don't. I don't like the naming either. Um, it's not grounded in reality. It's very much like gravity doesn't matter with some of these rides, and you can make them ridiculous and. Uh, just kind of grandiose, like some of the size and scale just doesn't make sense for uh, a real amusement park. And I think that's actually a positive, right? We've seen Roller Coaster Tycoon a little more grounded. Let's try something different, right? The tycoon genre, I think, is not dying, but it's not getting attention these days. We just played Jurassic World Evolution 2. Not a huge game, but I will say I'm very excited about this. I love this genre. Uh, did this interest any of you guys? It did, and it uh, watching it, my first thought was, man, I'm so glad for this trailer. I'm going to go back and play Roller Coaster Tycoon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to go play the old games. I, I might not actually pick this up, but I do love this genre, and I want to play the original ones. Yeah, makes sense. I think the problem for me was, like, it doesn't look like you can kill all of the guests. I think it's the opposite. I think it's, like, way more creative ways to kill your guests. It's, like, send them through a, a portal. That- is, there, is there, like... You can just like send them into the water and then I imagine. Yeah. Oh, maybe I, if you can't make a tycoon game that doesn't allow you to kill your guests, I don't think that's a, how does that, that that's what needs to be. A, right. Yeah. Nick, um, any interest here? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah. But I would Sorry, say that man. I think, uh, maybe our generation or ones before us like tycoon. And then I think generations after us want more of maybe the same stuff Fortnite mixed with goat simulator. Mm. So this makes perfect sense. Okay. Well, again, this was more of a me thing that I put on here. So moving on. Um, I also, this is another maybe me thing. I'm curious if this interests you. Dwarf Romantic. Uh, it's a peaceful building strategy game uh, with puzzle elements. It's basically creating a beautiful and ever-growing village landscape by placing mm-hmm. tiles. It's like hexagons. This is a city builder type game. It's made by four students in Berlin. So it was highlighted at... at uh, opening night live because it's set in cologne germany uh this is coming it's already been out on steam it's got really good reviews it's coming to switch on september 29th this is like a good game when you're traveling you're at the airport waiting for your flight throw this on relax have a good time yeah anyone else guys i love the graphics i don't love this style of game yeah it just made me kind of want to play civ hexagonal it's got the civ aspect but without the strategy combat which Man, every I'm time I hear Civ, I just think of syphilis. I just again it says not, more about you. Like it says a, a lot more about you. Yeah. Does it? It does. You're entirely got unique. The, in if that. someone said I've got the Civ, you're immediately thinking that. Yeah, but we don't say it like that. I'm playing Civ. How often yeah. do people say that to you? I'm j- <laughs> never, I've never come but that across doesn't, a that doesn't change the fact that, that if someone said that, it would still yeah, be that. That doesn't change the fact. You got to stop going down to the pier, bro. Don't listen. The middle of the night. I've got the Civ on my Nintendo Switch, dude. See. Does, does kind of sound yeah. like something. You're right. It's Anyways, fine. again, coming September 29th, Nintendo Switch. 
Last thing here that I'm putting on, I, I don't actually have interest in this one, but this was like the big ender for the show. So I wanted to at least bring it up. Uh, Dead Island 2 gets an announcement, mm. um, basically opening with a cinematic that appears to be the aftermath of a party where a guy's kind of waking up hungover. It's the morning. Uh, and then it pans around and you see what would typically be the guests from the previous night sleeping on the couch. But instead, you have like bloody dead zombies in the living room. So that's kind of the twist here is that it's Gosh. supposed to be like the aftermath of a party. But really, it's a zombie setting um, set in L.A. That's significant. Uh, it's got a real zombie land vibe. It's not taking itself seriously like most zombie games. Uh, and again, this is a sequel to a popular, you know, Dead Island game. I can't tell you when it came out. I didn't play the original. It's one to six players action RPG. The quote from the developer is that it's a combat toy box. It's a little bit more close combat, melee driven, um, but you still have guns. So I'm seeing completely stoic board faces for my co-hosts right now. Is that accurate? Are you not interested? Well, here? Ryan loves zombie games. So. Yeah. Dude, the way Ryan feels about vampires, I feel about zombies. Couldn't be less he, interested. He also feels the same way about zombies. Oh, you don't vampires. like zombies? If, uh, yeah, I don't I just less. like, who's playing these games? I just don't understand. Like, are you? The people that play these games, do you play every zombie game? Because they're 100%. all the same. So. They 100%. all suck. Yeah. I love zombies. Uh, honestly, I just love it. But I, I don't know. I just I do think there's some zombie fatigue. Out I, there. I, I will do. say I every game, during, every other game is a zombie game. Now. During peak zombie, I think like genre was the Dead Rising games. Like yeah. I liked the Dead Rising Those one and two a yeah. lot. Um, I do think that whole like Walking Dead era has been out for like mm -hmm. five years. No, now. longer than that. It is. Yeah, it's like hard yeah. to even. I'm like trying to wrap my head around when someone's pitching a game right now, yeah, and, true. and they bring up like, okay, zombies. Yeah, but how does everyone in that room not be like, we need to stop? You can like, say this about every genre. Zombie. No, you, you can say can't. about space. Look at that. We've got post, 30, post apocalyptic. 370 space games post coming out next year. That's post apocalyptic. Well be Genshin Impact, any zombies. Breath of the Wild game. That's two. People had the Civ like 30 years ago, and look, they're making Three. games just like the Civ. Immortals. This isn't even close. Dude. I think if we added up the amount you're of right. like, zombies, I think you're right. And vampires. I think vampires and zombies are. There's a lot of variation in space because there's space zombies, there's aliens, there's like building frontiers in space, there's exploring planets in space there's like space when you say that that's massive when you say it's zombie, the same genre, it's though. all like just killing zombies like what else do you do with zombies how how is space around mars different than space around venus <laughs> dude i like this one this is i really so, like this dude <laughs> i just like you would make it's the same. You would make me. the exact same argument about any futuristic cyberpunk. How is the cyberpunk going to be I different? I don't than think any there's other? even close to that many. I'm, yeah, I'm but my, my argument is that you're you're saying all of them are the same, and I'm saying so are space games, no. and so are no. I think if we if we made a list of all the zombie games that are like very similar, and then compared it to all the space games that are like same combat, same sort of narrative, I think it it would be a much shorter. Okay. List. On that list, I, on that point, you may be right. I don't, th I, but I would argue that there's still so many space games, so many futuristic, like the way the, he this is not any you different. just wake up and they're like, it's normally it'd be normal party goers, but it's just a bunch of zombies. Yeah. Well, that, that Come was. Come on. Like yeah. you could have been describing any zombie game. Yeah. I know Adam agrees with me. I, they're all the same. It's so. So are you defending the zombie genre? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm, I'm, I'm pointing out his bias. Yeah, uh, I'm pointing out his bias to not fair. see this as the exact same thing in multiple other genres. But you just hate yeah, so bias so is like bad okay, that, like, point there. Yeah. Bias is like a normal human function. Sure, I'm sure, sure. Like, 
Sure. There's impossible to not to be biased. Sure, but like when I recognize a pattern, like, oh, yeah. I've just noticed that they've made the exact same game 30 times well, in the I, last four years. And I'm just saying that pattern is everywhere there, but you feel so strongly about this pattern that I, I feel this. a desire to come out and say it's a little strong. Yeah. I get what you're saying, but yeah, yeah, I think the yeah, numbers would yeah. be on my side. I, I, like I understand. I will send saying. someone fifty dollars in we'll Bitcoin if they map out a list we'll of a all list. these. I people. wish I had done the work first. I feel like my parents are fighting right now. <laughs> you're grounded, it. Jacob. Go to your room. Yeah, I'm at, I'm at the dinner table. Yeah, this is bringing back memories. It, wow. I I am biased against zombies, but it's not fair because I like vampires, and probably vampires are overplayed. Oh, too. do you like vampires? Oh yeah. Okay. Wow. Loves vampires. Oh yeah. He's addressed as attic. It's, I don't. I don't want to call you guys that. If I'm going to play a monster game, it's going to be the vampire one that's coming out, which Not, looked good. Yes, it did look. You used to oh, look good too. Uh, yeah, um, the Xbox Arcane is Arcane? Redfall. Yeah, Arcane. Redfall. Yep. Nice. Um, all right. So I, in summary, we're not interested in this. No. Even against our biases, without our biases. I'm not either, look, yeah. It doesn't look <laughs> <laughs> I like that Nick's just arguing. Yeah, I'm not actually. Well, I just, I just want to. The bias fair. felt strong. Keep, keep, keep us accountable, man. Yeah, I do. Man. And you don't like space Nick's games. Nick's a leader. You don't like space yeah. games that much, actually, Adam. That Maybe that's your, you know, that's the example yeah. of the bias and the contrast. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, guys. Careless. Which I called out mm-hmm. when we talked about. Yep. Yes, you did. Yeah. yes, you did. Yes, you did. Those were the standouts from this showcase, opening night live. <laughs> Overall, after talking about this, what... You know, did you think this was a good presentation for games? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I Like I said, I think this was what Jeff has been doing is like bigger than E3, in my opinion. I just feel like he's crushing it. And this is a new format. I'm sad because I always wanted to go to an E3 conference um, to walk around mm. and see, the, see what's going on. Um, but he's killing it. I enjoy also this format huge games announced uh that i think will be massive parts of what we play in the next year mm-hmm. two years i thought i was done gaming and now i'm like ready to hop back in yeah we you got do. your xbox we you're ready to go yes yeah. we all knew. we yeah, knew so yeah true. he was like I, I think i'm done gaming guys we're like you've said <laughs> okay. that about six times yeah this was really good i think your text was hey we should cover this i don't know that there's any big announcements or anything so i was going into this being like mm-hmm. oh this is gonna be this might be lame this was fantastic. Yeah. There were a ton of great things. And I wouldn't even say like there aren't big announcements here, but this is like the meat of gaming, in my opinion. It's like you get the Elder Scrolls and you get the Starfields once every so often in like the new God of War game. But I think this is the stuff that gets you through a year of gaming, right? This is mm-hmm. stuff that you will be playing. It's not like mm-hmm. the revolutionary legendary games like Elden Ring, but I do think this is necessary to see and kind of be excited for yeah but to point out all of our biases i mean there's so many games in here that we didn't like that are huge like uh, atlas phone is original ip that looks really interesting dune the callisto protocol dune look good good. i mean protocol didn't uh me too gets an expansion hey uh, to your to your point callisto protocol was another zombie game space space. zombie yeah Yeah. there's a lot of overlap there i'll admit but doesn't make it right. Uh, I just think that this had a lot of uh, even the the Borderlands one. I'm sure there's a lot to talk about there. Tales. Uh, yeah, there's Return a lot to Monkey Island. List. There is a lot. Return okay. to Monkey Island. We've been there's talking. People excited about that. I'm not. Yeah. We've been talking for an hour about this and maybe killer covered maybe covered ten to twenty percent of the list. Yeah. So what's Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Is that the another zombie? space game? Yeah. It's a in remake. my bucket. It's actually, I'm going to win this fight with yeah. with Ryan because yeah. there's so many space yeah, games. You are right, dude. It's oh my gosh! That alone is it's Nick's not right. even close. Nick's a leader. He's Stop. right. Stop! No, you were on board, and then you remembered that <laughs> dumb attic name. 
That's fair. Yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly what happened. Um, <laughs> real quick, I, I touched on this briefly. There's the most viewed trailers. Can you guess what the most viewed? I said second most viewed was Sonic Frontiers. What do you think the most viewed trailer was? We did talk about it. High on Life. Dune. High on Life, Dune. Nick, what's your Nights. guess? Genshin Impact, 1.9 million. Dude, again. So we got Genshin Impact, fan base. Sonic yeah. Frontiers, Dead Island 2, Dune Awakening, Lords of the Fallen, DualSense Edge Controller, and then Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, look, Hard Space Shipbreaker, another space game. <laughs> oh, look, The Expanse. A telltale. Oh, my listen, gosh. Listen. You're talking setting? I'm talking gameplay. Where this is different, two different things. Headspace Shipbreaker, or... You're not Hard talking space gameplay. Shipper. Yeah, you're, you're, talking game, you're talking, talking zombies because if you remove zombies from that equation, the, the whole argument's over. Scars above them. They're building. <laughs> it's all about dead zombies island. to you. There's oh, Homeworld Three. What else are you going to put in place? That's a zombie. You're changing game. your argument it's though. It's the all about same zombies. Gameplay. That's what I'm saying. But if you remove the zombie from this entire equation, Stranded Alien Dawn. So you're not talking about setting. You're talking about zombies. That's you exactly like what I'm talking about. Yeah. Guys, I'm, I'm saying I, there's too many games that are exactly I the love same this so zombies. much. I love this so much right now. I would watch this for hours. I don't know if our audience would. So moving on, I think we'll take this Ryan hates zombie games. Livid. Nick likes to point out Ryan's bias. Yes. I'm not even a huge zombie fan. Yeah. I like them in general. There's like, bias. I, I would say I will agree. There is way more sci-fi in this. Actually, the two last this Jeff or Keighley the events. World. Okay. I was going to yeah. bring up. I was gonna bring up is space is space the new zombie? But now that we're in this argument, I'm not. That's really good. Shut up. It's a whole episode. Let's move on. Let's wrap this up. Let's do all right, guys. Let's wrap this up. Let's get fun today. Let's get into some housekeeping. Housekeeping. Upcoming episodes. We have a review of Cult of the Lamb coming up. Yeah. I think Mm. you know Nick's close. You're close. I'm done. We're gonna get that out soon. The quarry. We're gonna. Uh, you're done now, right? You and yeah. Afton are done. So Emily, Afton, Nick, and I are Oh, that'll be cool. fun. Yeah, we're excited about cool. that. Cool. Um, a review of Multiverses when we kind of get around to this first season playing in a bit. I think we'll do a review of that. I just started Roller Drome last night. It's getting high praise. It's an indie game. Mm. You're shooting with, you know, basically roller skates on. It's awesome. Uh, really good so far. And then a review for Last of Us Part 1 we're talking about mm. doing. That's coming out in September. Are we? Uh, I'm one, me and Nick are 100% playing. <laughs> I'm sure you are. It's yeah. a zombie game too, I guess. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> We'll play that. Anyways, uh, if there's any game you want us to review, write in the show, email, Twitter, all that's in the description. RuneScape. We still need to circle back that. We've talked about doing that. Do you still want to do that, actually? I would do it. Yeah. I know you're. I've got audience. I've got audience members asking for it. Your brother and cousin. I want them on Mm. for it. I don't want to just do it without some experts. Yeah. Us talking about RuneScape, we wouldn't do it justice. Um, Subscribe. Thanks for watching today. Appreciate it. See you next week. I love you. Next time, (laughs) they're not sitting next to each other.